I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Hello, and welcome to a long-awaited new episode of Belligerence. I'm Dean. And I'm Jay. And uh, vaping is legal again in Massachusetts. Yay. Except not flavored. Do you see that? All right, so that's just fucking stupid. Well, that's uh, that was the compromise. And if you want flavored vape, you have to smoke it in the shop that you buy it. All right, that's even, that's that's stupid. And marijuana vaping is still illegal. Well, that should be, but... The, the, wow, what? What? That's a weird distinction. What would make you say that? Because they they don't have that right yet. That's not <laughs> that that's fucking people up, dude. What? Yeah, that, I know a couple of people that vape, uh, and it's they're not doing so good afterwards with marijuana vape. I don't However, know, man. They, they I, do it. I don't know, Jewel is that what they call yeah, it? But that's no. I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't smoke Jewel's the nicotine. shit. Whatever. Well, well right. so so here's the thing. So you're gonna you're gonna vape. Without flavor. The so, whole point of vaping is the multiple flavors well, you, that come because in. Because you don't do nicotine. No, so I'm talking you, about strictly flavor. I'm talking about people like <laughs> my friend Zach and my friend uh, Paul. They vape and they, when they're when you're around them, it smells like you're in a fucking cereal factory um, mm. because the flavors in this, it, it, I, I don't understand that. That's just stupid. Yep. Well. Uh, fucking Massachusetts. What a bunch of fucking mass holes. <laughs> so are uh, you ready for christmas so we're doing the show it's 10 days before christmas uh we haven't done an episode in a few weeks uh i'll probably get into why uh at some point during the show um on the first day of christmas but i think there's a pretty good reason why we've been off for a few weeks um, i can't wait till christmas is over actually well you work in retail so your life must be fucking miserable lately it's it's not that bad it's just very tiring like i yesterday you saw me oh my god you, you i came down do you even remember me coming over yesterday i do yeah because like you were like fucking gone you were a space cadet last night i literally came home i didn't even eat dinner yet i came home at like it was like seven o'clock you sent me a picture and i was like, like passed out you sent me a picture looking up at your face and I like, didn't even recognize you. <laughs> I looked so old too, didn't I? Well, that angle, man. I mean, everyone's gonna look old. I, I yeah, I literally, I, I, I went in the bedroom and I laid down and I was out until like eight o'clock. Why? What's it like? Is it just like nonstop? But it must fly by though. Well, the other thing is they catered it, so that was we ate some pretty decent food, they had tacos and stuff. But um, I, I swear to God, they put Benadryl in the tacos or something because <laughs> I was, <laughs> I literally was like fucking out of it, man. I, I. I I was on the sales floor, and you saw my boots. I have eight-inch tactical boots, right, yeah. that I wear. And I'm on the sales floor, and the boots come up to my ankles. So I literally could stand there. If I closed my eyes, I could have fell asleep standing up. Just rocking backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you can hit like a 30-degree angle and still and be it was, standing yeah, up, right? Yeah, exactly. It was like fucking weird. Kind of like the way astronauts sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. And I... And I I couldn't wait to go home, and I was driving home, and the scary part is when you're that tired, 
I literally had to like yell and scream all the way home. Yeah. Because I kept closing my eyes while I was Smack driving. Smack yourself in the face. Dude, I've done Roll that. the windows yeah. down. Yeah. It sucked. Um, well, that would even work yesterday because it was like 70 fucking degrees. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> um, I, I, I remember those days, man. I, I've, I've been in the retail game on Black Friday. To, I worked at uh, Sears back when Sears mattered before it was just Did fucking... you work at GTR uh, Guitar, Guitar Center? Center? Yeah. On Black Friday? Two Black Fridays. Um, and that was... Uh, it actually wasn't that bad. It wasn't that Guitar bad, Center. yeah. Because like, worked... it's such a nuanced thing. Like You can only really sell one thing at a time. So it's like it's and, and like as a floor associate, you were like moving around, like yeah. interacting with people, getting them to try things. So it wasn't really like being bombarded with like an endless stream of people. Like doing what you do, I would fucking go absolutely mental. When I was at Sears, and like you'd look up and there'd be a line like thirty people deep, fucking like it, it, people trampling each other to get their lands no, in. It's fucking not bullshit it's, vests. It's not that bad. It's it, but there is a long line of of people sometimes. But it, it's just. It's just so messed up, dude, because I I think yesterday was worse than Black Friday. Yeah. Um, I was blown away, actually. And well, like, the traffic everywhere is terrible. Oh, my God. The highway? You can't. People I, I driving went, like fucking idiots. I went and visited a friend fucking down Route 1, two towns over last night, and it was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It took me like an hour and 10 minutes to get there. Jesus. gridlock all the way down Route 1. Yeah. I, I, this time of the year just sucks, Do man. Do you do all your shopping? I actually did all my shopping uh, Sunday night laying in bed. Yeah, I've done most of mine uh, via the internet. So fucking cool. Yeah. My mother's birthday is on Tuesday, though, so she has like a Christmas birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which My brother-in-law does, too. Yeah. Kinda His birthday's on the 23rd. Up. I feel like that sucks, though. Like to have a birthday that close to Christmas. Well, that's how it was for him. He would it's only like get one only present. One He's like, this is for your birthday and Christmas. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a cheap fuck. <laughs> Like, how could you feel good about that? Like, hey, hey 10-year-old boy. Well, we... we his, so, his one pair of socks, that's for well, Christmas and your birthday. Go fuck yourself. Right. Well, because of because of that had happened to him, uh, my sisters make it a point to give him a Christmas gift and a birthday gift. Yeah. I, on the other hand, just give him a fucking birthday gift and say, here, Merry fucking Christmas. See, you're an asshole. No, I just... I don't buy really gifts for my family anymore. I, yeah, but that's not an excuse. No, you it isn't. You give one gift for two holidays. Well, it's not a, his birthday's not a fucking well, to holiday. To him, it's a holiday. Well, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> we, you just agreed with me that it was. It is a it shit sucks, move. But and I've then been, you go, well, I do, I do that. But I, but here's the thing: I stopped giving presents to my family members years ago. So, and they don't expect. So here's what I usually do: I, I, I go to Pier One Airports. Is that even still open? Yeah, it's a thing. It's cool. I think Pier One shut down. No. I think they went out of business. No, they're still there. In I Auburn. don't know. Yeah, they are. So who I, the fuck goes to Pier One Imports? So what's cool about Pier One is they they get these Christmas, um, uh, what do you call them, ornaments, and they're painted from people from all over the world, and they write the date on them. And there's some really cool ones. So they're made out of glass. So I buy them every year for my family, and I give them, I give that to the to one family, this to another family. And the nice thing is, is it's kind of like a tradition that I, I've been doing, right? I had, I had no idea you were gay. Um, I'm not gay, but uh, so anyway, so I, I, I've been doing that every year. Well, this year, my family, half of my family is going to be going to different parts of the world. So it's going to be just me and my sisters and my brother-in-law and my wife and my daughter and my mom and 
so I decided not to buy anybody any gifts except for my sisters, my brother-in-law, my daughter, my mom, and my wife, and so that's it. Are they on? Is everyone on board with that? I don't really give a fuck. You know what's funny though? <laughs> my whole so growing up <clears throat> when my grandfather was alive and my uncles were alive, um, my grandmother had a house. Like she had a big place, and we'd go there on Christmas Eve. And I remember the living room would be literally filled with gifts. Yeah, like there'd be every couch would just be piled high with gifts and. You know, we'd eat dinner and then we'd sit down and we'd all, all my cousins, all the aunts and uncle, we'd yeah, all that's what we do gifts. at my, my mother's house. Yeah. Then my, my grandfather died, then my uncles died. And now I, I buy gifts for my parents, my sister, Gina, probably Gina's parents, and my sister's fiance, and then my grandmother. Yeah. And that's about it. Maybe a couple close friends. That's all. See, I got you something badass. Why did you fucking do that, I can't fucking that, wait until you see your gift. I, dude, I've been checking the tracking every day. Like, when's it going to get here? <laughs> you know I ain't waiting why? for Christmas, dude. The second I get that thing, I'm putting that in fucking a gift bag. So I'm now I have to buy you something. No, 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 no. Who yes, cares? I do. I don't buy that. I don't believe that shit. I do. Why? Because I have to buy you something. It's not a contest. I don't it's need, not a contest. Not, I don't need retribution. It's, I saw a thing. It's giving. But I, you listen, you've done a lot for me. But I saw a thing. And I was like, I have to get Jay this thing. It's badass. So I got it. Uh, I, you know. Why? I just told you why. <laughs> I had a friend that used to buy me a Christmas present every year, and I never bought him anything. Yeah, Anthony did that to me last year. I didn't. He caught me off guard, and he bought me that nail leaf. And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't, nail leaf's I didn't cool. I think we were doing this. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, so my friend Keith would buy me something. And it's funny, because I haven't talked to Keith in a long time. Um He's called me, and I feel bad. So, if Keith, if you listen to the show, I'm sorry, dude. It's just that I'm he so- He probably f- hates you. I mean, he doesn't He probably does. I've been so fucking busy, and musically, work-wise, family-wise, because i got a lot of shit going on with my family. Is, is this going to be the theme of the episode? Like, repenting for Christmas? <laughs> is this going to be like, like you're going to be like Steve Buscemi and fucking- uh, <laughs> What what movie is it? And Billy Madison and he's he's putting the lipstick on, he crossed the names off the list, off his hit list. Is that gonna be you today? Oh my god, that was such a great scene. <laughs> is this is this Jay Jay uh repenting for Didn't his he sins? end up like be, being his best man at his no, wedding or something? Sni- he sniped the guy when uh the principal of the school tried to tackle oh, him. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The crowd and he sniped him. Yeah. And, that's uh, right. Yeah. Cause cause he apologized to him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was great. Um that's one of my favorite movies too. Is it? That yeah, was, I really like that movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. Back, that was the glory days of Adam Sandler. Yeah. He sucks. Now man. he sucks. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, blah, 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 Keith. Yeah, so Keith, you know, he used to be really cool stuff because he worked for a comic book store and he used to give me a lot of stuff that I really enjoyed. And I just feel bad because I don't, I never gave him anything. And... Yeah, but if you saw it, like year after year, he was buying you gifts and you still didn't see it coming. I, cause as dude, I used to say to him, stop. But that never works. I don't fucking. My parents say stop every year. And I'm like, you know, I'm getting you something. It's even like band members. Like in a band, I never gave my band members anything. It's like, look, you know, we're, we're with, you, like, with each other fucking 24 7 just about. It's like. Well, that's why you should give them a gift. Yeah, fuck that. Dude, the whole gift giving thing, it's such bullshit. That's. Uh, why? I'm sorry. I just because it's just bullshit. It's nice. Eh, I don't know. I, what, what's so bullshit? What, what, you got? We got to unpack see, this. What's, you, what's going on with you? You? I, I don't know, man. I just. <laughs> I don't. All right. So before before I met my Fucking wife, gr- the Grinch show. Yeah. No, no. Before so before I met my wife, 
Actually, no, I shouldn't say that. When I started dating Laura, mm-hmm. I remember I because I was I was happy. I found a new mate. I'm doing my thing. Found a new mate. Yeah, my wife. You know, I found what my a girl. Weird my, way to put. Oh, that. stop! You didn't even mate. I fell in love with this woman, and it brought new life to me. Plus, I was free from the old woman, and and I kind of did the whole. You know, I was only in my late thirties, but I kind of did the whole. Uh, what's that male menopause thing where I bought a sports Mid-life car crisis. and it, yeah. yeah, so I was happy. What was so, the sports car? Huh? What was the sports car? It was a it was a, a 2001 Celica GTS. Oof, it was nice. Really? Yeah, wow, that was like the last couple of years they made this. It was a badass right? looking car. Yeah. yeah. Well, they did you see the new one. They no. they redid the, the Celica. They do the they did the new is one. Is that the night? No, I'm saying is it the Toyota 1986? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Is that what they call it? Well, because that was the Scion uh, FRS. Because it's thing? it's yeah. And I let will show you. Yeah, that was the right the last Scion they made, right? Yeah. So yeah, they, the cool they turned one. it into the 1986. Um, well, now you have 1986. All, all these it's funny. I had a 1984 Celica GT. Really? Yeah. What the fuck, man? Actually, that one right there in the corner is oh, mine. Maybe it's just the 86. Um, but yeah, so I, yeah, I, yeah there nice. it is. Yeah, that's nice. It's very similar. I, they kept the lights. I had those style lights. That's a badass looking car, man. Look at that color. Yeah, that's pretty. That's awesome, actually. Man, it brings me back to like the, remember the original Gran Turismo game? Oh, yeah. The game was revolutionary, man. Used to, that's what this reminds me of, this camera angle to it. Like the yeah, yeah. tire turned a little bit. and Mine was Midnight Blue. Ooh. It was oh, metallic. Yeah. yeah, I love the fact they kept the headlights. That's pretty dope. So this is supposed to be the new Celica? Yeah. Oh, cool. So, um, oh, look at the red one. Ooh. That's pretty. pretty. Uh, <laughs> so you had a midlife crisis at age 30, which seems early, considering. Well, considering the fact that I was married for 18 years, I, I had a kid, I raised my kid, and uh, so I, I quit music, and so all of a sudden it was like I was free. So I, I I found a new found love and and how's that is that better than a mate, um, and then uh, slightly, and then just like I I remember that Christmas, I fucking went ham on my family. Mm-hmm. I bought gifts for everybody. Yeah, I've had a couple of years. Actually, it's funny when I got out of my last one. It feels good when you do thing. that. I was like, ah, everyone's great. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I was. <laughs> Plus the fact that at the time I was working two jobs. You get a car. And I can. And you get right? a car. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually, I enjoyed myself. I was making better money too. So I was actually enjoying it. And yeah, what I. Money to burn. What I did was I, I, I bought a bunch of gifts and I put them in a bag. And I had each gift uh, had the, the, um, the, the different type of. So I had a deck of cards, two mm-hmm. decks of cards. So each gift had, um, a, what do you call it? Like a, a like a diamond or a heart or a, the the suit. Yeah, the suit on yeah. it, right? And so then I I picked just those cards and then I shuffled them and I I told everybody in the room I said pick a card and that's your gift. So, but that but you have to buy ambiguous gifts then. I did. Like what? Oh, I had all kinds of shit, dude. I I I, I had a, a really nice pen set that I bought. I had, it was just stupid, goofy shit, but everybody was having a blast. Hmm. 
But they were nice gifts. They weren't cheese. You know like, what I mean? No, dude, I used to love those pen sets. The ones like you go to CVS and yeah, like, like cross pens and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Hey, hey, nice cross pen. Yeah. Right? Nobody does that anymore. Well, you know. Isn't who, cross, who writes? Isn't the cross store uh, gone now in the Burlington no, Mall? Yes. That, that was a dope long, store, no, though. I, I don't think I ever went to it. Dude, I went in there one time. There's a fucking pen for like $300. And it, I'm like. I mean, like, come on. Why? What, what do you like? If it's a quill pen and you're dipping it, in it was. Gifts? It was. It was a. Well, it was a. It was a quill pen. See, what, that's kind of dope. It was cool, but I'm like, why the fuck? Uh, Three hundred bucks? Come on. Well, hey, maybe maybe Ben Franklin wrote the. <laughs> this is already wrong. I'm just gonna. Stop. I don't know either, but uh, uh, um. <laughs> but anyway, so everybody had fun and, and I enjoyed myself, and I did that probably two or three Christmases after that, and then it then it just got stupid to me. Because it just felt like where I was working a, a retail job and, uh, you know, you go into where you work in a mall. I work in a mall and I go into where I work and, and, you know, I go into the mall. Usually I go to where I work and then I beeline it out of there. I never go walk around the mall. I never shop in the mall. I just, because you just want to get the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't, don't eat with your shit. Pretty much. And I didn't, I, I just stopped doing it and. I got kind of shunned upon by my family because well, see, they were like, what, what the fuck happened to this guy? You, but know? you know, it's stupid. Like uh, we grew up like, well, you know, poor. Okay. So it seems a little silly. Like I'm doing okay now, like financially, but like I wasn't, you know, I was middling along doing right. it. it, it. It's strange to me when like everyone has the same little amount of money. Everyone's like hovering right around the poverty line. Yet you're all spending money on gifts for each other. So then you basically just turned your small amount of liquid money into gifts that you gave each other that you it's like well, really yeah great we're all a little bit broken so now. we're all fucked up now yeah well i you know one of the things with me was i um i with my sisters and i just started doing this fucking potluck thing. i don't know what do they call it not potluck, potluck. what do they call santa yeah <laughs> i got you i got you a plate of stuffing like fucking dude <laughs> potluck well i don't know what the fuck they call it and then we started doing the thing okay we're only going to spend you know, first it started, this, I love my sisters, and this is how this always starts with them. Oh, we're only going to spend $20 each on each other. And then someone spends 100 and everyone looks yeah. like an asshole. Yeah, and my sisters, my sisters give gifts at fucking Thanksgiving. They give gifts for fucking Halloween. They give gifts at Easter. It's like, just stop with the fucking so gifts, man. We did a Yankee swap in my old job. Yankee swap, yeah. we did that too. Okay, so we did a Yankee swap in my old job, and the budget was $20, and I forgot all about it. So the day of... I was like, oh my God, I need a fucking swap gift. So I I was working in Seaport at the time, and the closest store was the Best Buy that's in Dorchester. Okay. So I went to Best Buy, and I bought a Chromecast for $35. And this was back in like 2015. Whoa, excuse me. Hello. <laughs> back in 2015 when like the Chromecast was new and hot, and everyone wanted yeah. it. And everyone got mad at me because <laughs> like, it was a Chromecast. Like, and everyone else's gift for like, like, this is a candle from CVS. <laughs> His old lady perfume that I Team got for free at Macy's. And I'm gift. like, here's a Chromecast. Wha-pam. And everyone's like fighting over it. And then like, they were like, the budget was $20. There was no way this was $20. I'd be like, now it is. But. Yeah, but $35 isn't still, still isn't bad. I mean. Yeah. But you know, it's it's kind of like. I fuck? did it. I did a secret Santa last year. Um, I never, in, in the history of working at this place, I've never done that, right? Yeah. So. No, I'm not going to mention anybody's name, but anyway. But you, she, so Secret Santa, sorry, Secret Santa, you draw names in advance, right? I don't yeah, think yeah, I've yeah. ever done a Secret Santa. Yeah, yeah. They put it. They put names in a hat, and well, the first name I pull out is my own. 
Um, so she that was hilarious. She just like pocketed me like, oh, I got mine. See no, I, I, I looked away. I looked at it, I looked at her and, and I go, yeah, I can't do this. And you show up with like a new iPad and right. like, who got you that? I got me this. <laughs> it was a $20 budget. That'd be fucking awesome, right? <laughs> so so uh, I, I said, I said, well, what's the budget? And she's like, it's like $25. I'm like, okay, that's fine, right? So I get a guy and he's a cool shit and I knew exactly what to get him. Yeah. And I, I found a vintage Metallica concert shirt. Nice. And it was, it was $30, but I didn't care. Son of a bitch. I didn't care because he's a super nice guy and I knew he'd dig it. Right. And he wears it all the time, which is really cool. So I was psyched about that. So I'm like, all right, this is kind of fun, right? First time doing it. Cool. So, you know, I go into work and. The announcement is, today's the last day for everybody to get their Secret Santa. Make sure you bring it in tomorrow. Great. Going to work. No Secret Santa gift. Wait, you didn't get one? Yeah. Aw. So, so wait. See, you should have kept your own name. Wait, so this gets better. <laughs> so I go in and I go, I tell her, and she's like, wow. She goes, I'm I'm sorry. She goes, I oh, know. man. I, I know who got you. And I'm like, oh, okay. Was it Amanda? No, no, no. So, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool, right? So I'm, Was it Feeny? No, no, no. I'm not mentioning names. So, because he, he's a good shit, he's a good friend of mine. So, anyway, so I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. So finally, was it Zach? No, Zach had gotten fired before then. Um, <laughs> Wait, more than one time? Oh no, actually, no. It was it was right before Zach got okay. fired. That's right. Yeah, he got fired in the spring. Zach would absolutely forget to get you a fucking. Seriously. No, he actually did it for people. He oh, was really? yeah, he was cool about it. Zach likes Christmas. I got a cool story. Yeah, but Zach doesn't like people. I got a cool story about him, man. Um, well, a podcast ta- story or yeah it's story? pretty it's it's a christmas story all right oh, it's pretty dope actually you're gonna be like really okay um but anyway so i i i'm waiting and waiting so finally she goes should i i should go talk to him and i go you know what do whatever you want so I, it's a him. and i looked at her and i go i am never doing this again oh like what do you what do you want your 20 dollar fucking like what, what? What's so important to you, Jay? If, the fucking, so wait, the, the, the peanuts. I'll tell you. Candy I'll tell you what's. You I'll tell you what's interesting. I'd walk out back, and there's like so. The, out back, we have a TV set up with a fireplace going, and there's like what? Oh yeah, it's cool. And it's like a real fireplace. No, it's just a, it's just the TV. Oh, on the TV. Okay. Yeah, and and there's like they made this like um, this brick uh, uh, mantle, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's where the gifts go, right? So everybody's got their gifts, right? And so I, I go back there and I look again and I went, I said it out loud in front of a bunch of people that were eating and I go, yeah, no gift today either. I turned around and walked away and everybody heard that. Just started crying. No, no. And I was just like, that's why I don't do Secret Santa. And I walked out of the room. So now everybody's going, wow, that sucks for Jay. Like what but the someone fuck, in right? that room had you no they didn't he wasn't there okay so anyway do you know who it is now yeah oh yeah so anyway so finally he comes up to me oh and he goes dude i am so fucking sorry here's my wallet what i ordered watch what i ordered for you i got i got and it was broken so they got so wait so they sent me another one so i'm so i'm like all right that's cool whatever dude he goes i swear to god and he showed me the thing that it was returned, received, broken, and he and they were sending him a new one, right? Oh, okay. Uh, no, he's a legit dude, man. He's really cool. So, uh, so I go, okay, man. I go, that's fine, whatever. And he goes, I'm so sorry. He goes, I feel so bad. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. So I he finally gets it and he gives it to me, and 
I got to say, it was a pretty dope gift. Uh, oh, and um, so it's an ocarina. Do you know what that is? Uh, yeah, I know what an ocarina is. Ocarina? Is that how you say it? Uh, there's some debate whether it's ocarina or ocarina. Uh, hi, hello, Zelda, ocarina of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do I know what a fucking ocarina is? Well, I didn't know, know what I didn't. Do you, do you, what, do you think you, what do you think you are right now? I didn't know what it was. It's a Triforce <laughs> fucking 10 feet away from you. Turn around. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know what it was until he showed me the game. And you still have it? And I, yeah, it's dope. It's black. He made sure it was all black. Can we add it? On, can we put it on the fart album I'm making? He fucking plays this thing like nobody's it's only, business, it's only dude. Like four notes. He's got different ones, huh? And I, uh, so he brought it in one day and he played for the for the the break room. It was fucking sick, right? So so he goes, I'll, I'll teach you how to do it and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be awesome, man, right? So, dude, I've used it a couple of times. I put distor- I put it through a distortion pedal and shit. It sounded amazing. Can, can we put it on Fats for Your Mother, my debut <sighs> album on Locker 13 Records? I, I was hoping you'd forget all about that. My debut album, Fats for Your Mother. Fats for Your Mother. Fatmaster Flex. Well, anyway, I will never do Secret Santa again. But that, why? That had a happy no, ending. She asked, a badass gift. She asked me this time, and I looked at her, and I go, no. And she goes, come on. It was, it, you'll get somebody different this time. Dude, you got an ocarina. I go, no. That's fucking badass. No, I don't want to. Maybe get a maybe this time you'd get like a harp or a mandolin or a lute. We could start the most obscure instrument band. I had a lute. Yeah. Very difficult instrument to play. Um, do you have any weird Christmas traditions? Do you do uh Wait, so let me tell you my Christmas story. About Zach? Yeah. But see, people don't know Zach. But they'll like this. Is it touching? Yeah. Yeah. It's really fucking it it actually I sat there and I went, "Wow, that's that's really cool, dude." All right, let's hear it. So, so give so tell people who Zach is first. So Zach is kind of like well, he's my buddy. He's he's kind of a partner in crime so He's almost speak. been on the show like 5 or 6. Times. Yeah, but we don't want him on the show because he'll cannon. lose his shit. Yeah, so <laughs> Because it would be him and I yelling about and I'd Donald leave. Trump yeah. for an hour yeah. and then no one would listen to the show anymore. Exactly. <laughs> so so anyway, so Zach is a good friend of mine, and, and I was talking to him the other day, and, and um, he told me what's been happening in his life. And so his grandparents are having a hard time. His grandfather is, is really in a physically bad way, and his grandmother is losing it. So his grandfather basically said to him, we are going to give you money. Okay. And... I can't tell you exactly how it was said or what was going, but it was it was pretty cool. So anyway, uh, his mom and him went out to dinner the other night, and I had sent him that new song. Mm-hmm. And so his mother was on the phone with I could hear her in the background because he had me on speakerphone. And his mother said, "Why don't you quit your fucking job and just write music? You're amazing." And I was just like, "Wow, thanks, mom," because I call her mom. And, uh, and, and so she goes, she's laughing and stuff. And so Zach goes, he goes, yeah, he goes, and this is what I knew when it was legit because his mother was sitting right there. He goes, yeah, man. He goes, um, I decided that I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, um, take any gifts from anybody this year from my family members or anything. My mom and I decided that the money that I've gotten, um, I'm going to go buy a ton of gifts for um, the homeless and for uh, kids in you know less fortunate kids in need and stuff. And he said we're gonna we're starting tonight. And I was blown away by That's that. Cool. I always thought that was the coolest what a thing. Good guy, Zach, huh? Yeah. And, and he, you know what he said to me? He said, you know, some dude. He goes, what do I need? Yeah. And and I went, wow, like that's not like him, Dean. 
He's changing. He is. And it's the cool. Christmas spirit has overtaken him. I, I think it has a lot to do with a lot of things that's happened to him. Um, and that's cool. I, yeah. And I, and I said to him, I said, dude, I said, that's really cool. And it's a very touching thing to do. Next time I see him, I'll have to give him a big smooch right on the lips. And his and his mom, his mom said, yeah. She said, you know what? We both kind of decided like this is a cool thing to do for people. Is his mom hot? So anyway, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just answer the question. I'm not answering that question because she listens to the show. So maybe she'd be right. flattered. Mom, you're hot. There you go. Was that so fucking hard? You just made a woman's day. So anyway, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, so I just thought that was kind That's of cool. a cool I, I thing to say. I tell myself every year I'm going to do a soup kitchen on Christmas, and I really mean it every year, and I never do it. I did do Make-A-Wish for a few years. I've done like stuff like Christmas, that. But like, I, you know, I, I, I would rather do that than Well, like Laura and I, Laura and I, you know. We should do that this year. Get up like 7 a.m. and go down to like Pine Street. When, Dean? On Christmas morning. I don't do that on Christmas morning. Why? Because I have to be places. At 7 in the morning. It starts. that early? It's, no, it's not eating. I have to be at my mom's by 9 o'clock. We'll, we'll tell her. So just set the clocks back in your mother's house. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, she wouldn't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, my daughter would. She'd be like, where's my dad? So get blackout curtains, set all the clocks back. Oh, yeah. I can't do that to my kid. She's smart. We can make this work. No. So anyway, I just think it's a really nice thing. I've done that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, a few years back I at Thanksgiving, I um, did it with an AA group, uh, and we went down and we, we, uh, we basically felt, uh, f- uh, fed the, ho- the homeless. It was actually really cool. Um, it, was, it blew my mind, actually, to see like, some of these people. These people aren't drunks. They're literally down on their luck like one family showed up and they were living in their van because the old man came up here from down south got the job and then the fucking company closed and they sold everything yeah um it was complete it was sad i mean there's some drunks oh yeah i mean there were there was no there (laughs) was a lot it's not all like touching family stuff. no 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 no. but there was yeah there was a lot of people there that we you know you know fucking homeless my my theory on the homeless it's always been like so uh, there's people who won't give homeless people money because they say things like they're just going to go buy booze, but like who cares? So, so they, they're happy for five minutes because they, they have some whiskey. Like I, I, you know, to we, me, that's still worth it. You know what we used to do? My friend, John and I, um, uh, when I worked in Boston, we used to, we'd go up to dudes and we'd be like, and they'd be like, yo, spare some money, man. And we're like, tell you what. This is not, this is honest to God's truth. I'll buy you food. I'm gonna buy you a sandwich. Yeah, yeah right? I've done that too. Went into Seven Eleven, came out with a couple of sandwiches and some coffee. The guy was freaked. Well, I did that on uh, Kenmore Square. I remember I was a little drunk. It was after a Red Sox game, and uh, there was a homeless guy sitting outside the subway in Kenmore, and he was panhandling. And he, you know, I was waiting for an Uber or something, and he was like, he asked me multiple times, I'm like, "Listen, dude, how about this? I'll buy you some food." And he, at first he was like, no, 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 no. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, don't eat it now, eat it later. I don't know. But I feel like this is more valuable than just giving you a couple bucks. So I bought him a sub and then I got my Uber and left. And he was like, he was so bewildered by it. He's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I don't think I would have done that so. Well, we had a guy uh, yell at us. He was like, I don't want your fucking food, motherfucker. Wow. He, All oh, right. Oh, yeah, dude. He goes, Shit. I, want, I want a fucking drink. And he was like, 
So John and I were like, I don't know. I would have given him the money. So John, well, John. I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> John turned around and he goes, bro, we're trying to help you out. You don't have to be belligerent to us. You know what hey. I mean? And and the guy was like, fuck you, white boy, right? Was he black? Oh, yeah. Okay. And John. It would have funny if he was white. <laughs> John turned around and he gave him the finger and he's like, no, fuck you, asshole, right? And they start getting into it. And I go, yo, yo, yo. I go, here's a couple of bucks. What's that going to get you? A couple and, nips. And he goes like this. He goes, it get me it get me more shit than you're going to give me. He goes, I go down to the, the, the inn and get some food, you fuckers. Right? And I was Fucking just like, oh, he was he was a nasty motherfucker, dude. But we would just. I like it, though. I like his fire. <laughs> well, I just laughed. I was like, wow, this guy's pissed. That's how you do That's how you're going to survive in the street, man. That's the attitude you need, right? But he was just an asshole. Well, yeah. I mean, like. But everybody else was cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, thank you, brother. You know, God bless you and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we were like. This guy was just like, I want to get drunk, you cock fuckers. I don't want your food, you know? Oh, I have a homeless story. Well, I was in Canada recently. And in Canada, they don't- There's homeless in Canada? Yeah, Quebec, a lot of them. See, when I was in Quebec, we didn't see any. Well, I mean, if, it depends on where you are, I guess. But we were actually weren't in Quebec. We were in, oh, shit, I don't remember. Not, in, not in the old city. You probably, in the newest city. Well, we weren't even in Montreal. Sorry, I didn't mean Quebec. I meant Montreal. Okay. The province of Quebec. Um and we stopped on the way home to get coffee in some suburb. I don't remember the name of the suburb. And there was a homeless guy on the street, like sitting on a bench. And he asked me in French for money. And like, I, I caught enough of it that I could make. I mean, it was pretty obvious. So in Canada, the coins are a quarter, a dollar and $2. Yeah. I had like a handful of toonies, which are $2 coins. But in my head, they were just quarters. Yeah. So I gave him like eight dollars. He must have been psyched. He was like, "Oh, those are wee wee, what the fuck?" <laughs> and I was like, "I said, that, I was with my friend. I was walking with my friend. I was like, why was he so happy?'" And she was like, "You just gave him two dollar coins." I'm like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I would. I, I think that's cool. Little little velvet sack of coins. Well, it's funny, <laughs> too. When we were down in Nashville, man. The homeless situation. Fuck that, this. dude. San Francisco. Oh yeah, that it's must wild, be brutal, man. That's brutal. There's more homeless people than fucking homed people. From what I understand, too, like a lot of those homeless people were never homeless. No, they, well now they are priced out of their own city. Yeah. yeah. How fucked up is that? Oh yeah, they have big problems out there, man. That big, sucks, man. You know, it's all glamour. San Francisco. It's all. It's very glamorous, very hip, very tech. But there's a underbelly of San Francisco that like. It, it's it's the worst yeah, part did you of tell me like, the cab driver that you had yeah she she had a fucking she's a doctor of botany what the she had fuck? a doctorate and she was like i can't find I, I she's like i can't find work i can't pay for anything she's she's like i'm driving this cab now because i can't afford wow. to not drive this cab she she's can't do what doctor. she loves to do yeah so like there's there's a there's a pretty harsh underbelly. There's a pretty the circumstances behind like the tech boom and all these like young people coming in and making two hundred grand and and just kind of like the the entire economy scale just shifted so far upward that like unless you make one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in San Francisco, then you can't afford day to day life. So right? that sucks, man. Because San Fran was never like that. But dude, there's homeless people fucking everywhere. And like they're they're it, the funny thing about the homeless people in San Francisco though is the, the ingenuity. Like they're not just sitting there panhandling. A lot of them are like selling things, or like they're they're like setting up like makeshift like little shops on the street. Oh no, or like, shit! Or like they're playing instruments. Like they're they're actually like trying to like turn it into some sort of living. But like there's like 
homeless camps that on the sucks, street. It's pretty man. nuts, man. Well, I go down in Nashville. It was weird because like we were told uh, a friend of mine uh, that was working um, one of the he was working one of the booths at at Nam, and you know I had he used to be my boss at Guitar Center and um and at Daddy's and. So I saw him and, and I said, hey, man, what's going on? He says, oh, I live down here now, man. I said, oh, I didn't know that. So we started talking and stuff. And he said, yeah, he said, Broadway's cool. He said, be careful, though. You know, he says, a lot of homeless there. He said, there's some real homeless. And then there's called the bridge people. And I, I go, I know where this is going. And I go, really? And he goes, oh, yeah. I go, what are the bridge people? He Let goes, me guess. They're just panhandling because it's a good living. Yeah. And they meet under the bridge. Yeah. It's a group. Mm-hmm. And they div- divvy up everything that Do they've got. Do you know gotten. that? I was. I've read a couple. Of, that I, fucking I, sucks, dude. See, I don't know the source. So I don't want to like say this as fact, but I've read it a couple of times that like panhandling in a major city, so you can make seven hundred dollars a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Fuck this. What are we doing? I don't know. We have the personality to panhandle. Well, dude, I've seen fucking. I've seen so. Like, if I wore assless chaps, <laughs> Jesus Christ, and like a in like a clown wig, dude, Nashville. People were sitting with signs that they made, right? And they were the most... I wish I took pictures of them because they were the most bizarre fucking signs you'd ever see. One of them said, I'm a crack addict and I'm pregnant. I need crack. Oh, dude, that reminded me and Anthony were in San Francisco and we were driving up. We drove up, came off this off-ramp to the highway and uh, (laughs) there was this guy with a sign and it said... I have my fifth kid on the way and we're homeless. And I remember I gave him a dollar. I gave him $3 and I looked him right in the eye and I said, buy fucking condoms. Really? Yeah. <laughs> there was a guy outside of Kid Rock's place with a fucking sign and it says, I have hookers. You have money. Let's, let's right? do, let my people will call your people. And I'm like, <laughs> let's do lunch. What the fuck? <laughs> right? Like, hey man, I he has a point. No, and people were coming in uh, laughing, and 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 one guy even looked at me and Lori said, "You see that guy? Well, I don't know this guy." He goes, "You see that guy's sign?" We're like, "Yeah." He goes, "What the fuck is that?" Do you think he really had hookers? No, dude. These there was a thing that Kevin said was going around that they're doing the most bizarre. But here's signs. the problem: if you give that guy money, like I bet there's a lot of people that stop. Like, really? You got really got hookers? And like they're like trying to actually like. No, it, it was just fucking bizarre. And he told me, he said, those people- Like, you can't give that guy money. Well, you, Because then it looks like you're trying to hire a hooker. Well, there was one girl who was sitting on the ground. She had perp, dyed purple hair. She had a, a cell phone, an iPhone. She was eating a bagel and putting cream cheese on it. And she had a Gucci bag, right? And she's and it has a sign in front of her. Sure, it wasn't flea market Gucci? Nope. She had a sign in front of her. And she stri- it said straight out, it said- that said, I'm not homeless. I just don't want to work. And people were giving her money. And Laura goes like this. She goes, Again, what? the honesty, though, like, you got to respect it a little bit. Well, she was a bridge person. That's yeah. what Kevin said. The ones with the signs were the bridge people. Then there were the guys who you saw literally just sprawled out sleeping on the ground. Makes and me that, sad. That man. was sad. You know, I remember I was in Everett on uh, the parkway one day. And uh, there was a guy. It was fucking freezing do you remember the cold snap we had a couple years ago it was like literally like negative no joke like negative 20 fahrenheit um this guy was in the middle in the median with like a thin sweater on no gloves no hat no nothing and like asking for money 
So I pulled over at the gas station. I had like a jacket and gloves and a hat in, my, in like the back of my car. And I was like, come here. And I gave him all the, I gave him like everything I had in my car. I'm like, dude, you're going to fucking die out here. Like, like what the. So he was the real deal. Oh yeah, man. And this that guy, sucks. his hands were blue. Oh, like he was, I gave him like, I gave him like whatever cat. I had like $10. I'll make him that and like a hat and gloves and a jacket. And I was like, dude, you gotta, you gotta get the, you gotta get inside somewhere. You're gonna die. Dude, there literally, was a, you're gonna die out here. There was a guy I knew who was a Boston cop and he said, he said literally every year there's so many people that die of hypothermia. Oh, the they find people. It dead. sucks, yeah. man. You know, it's, it just sucks. It's, there's no need for it. Just like there's no need for a lot of fucking shit in well, this world. You know what else pisses me off? Have you seen, um, some cities and i think it, it's it's really there's been a lot of outrage against it so i think it's starting to stop happening but they used to like build benches that had like the divider in the middle so you couldn't lie on them yeah or like they'd have like the like the it was like basically like a homeless barrier so like the the benches couldn't be used for to them sleep to sleep on, on yeah and it's like what the f- come on really like what are you doing with that bench in the middle of the night you can't let a homeless guy <laughs> fucking sleep on it seriously like what why why because because people suck dude it's just like the so like that means somewhere right there's a civil engineer who's laying out a city or laying out a park and this sociopath has the thought to say you know what we should do we should put a divider in the middle of the bench that homeless people can't sleep on it and he pitches that to a room full of other civil engineers and that and the majority of the people in that room go yeah that's a good idea let's do that and then these city people these urban planners go out and they build these benches that are designed to struggle It's like there's a lot of fucking psychosis at play there, isn't there? Well, yeah, because <laughs> because people suck. It's like, man, like, well, come on, dude. Like, it's just such a simple thing. Yeah, like, like let them have a bench. Like you said, at, at three o'clock in the morning, who the fuck is walking yeah, through dude, the park? The homeless first, people. First of all, you don't want to be walking through any fucking park at three o'clock in the morning, anyway. Oh, like, um, you see, like some buildings will put like spikes outside of like oh the yeah doors so that homeless people can't well, sleep dude, in them. You know what they you know what they were doing uh, in Boston. They were putting so when they poured the cement on the stoops, uh, yeah, yeah, they would yeah, they would yeah, pour yeah. glass in it. Yeah, that's nice. That's fucked up. It's just so it's it's like reducing. It's so inhumane. Well, that's that what it's they do. They, what it reminded me of is like what, the mind. what they do to pigeons is they don't want pigeons. That's to, what it's like, right? Yeah. You're reducing humans to like pests. Yeah, like get off my fucking stoop. Yeah, what are you using the stoop for, really? Nothing, especially a back alley stoop. Nobody ever fucking goes down the alley. You're like, where do you want them to go? They won't fucking open up places for them. Oh, I saw this. Uh, there's this startup company that's uh, using parking garages at night. Did you see this? No. It's in Australia, but like they they have like national uh, ambitions or international ambitions, I guess. And uh, what they do is at night they pull in with like vans full of like beds and they set up like makeshift beds for the homeless and mattresses and like they have like people serving food and it's in these empty parking garages. So like. The parking garage companies will like contract with these people to like basically turn them into homeless shelters at night. So every night they go in, they set up all the beds. What's wrong with that? Night sleep, and then before rush hour in the morning, they break it all down. They leave. What's wrong with that? Nothing. It's awesome. It's a fucking great idea. It is a great idea. Plus, the fucking assholes that own the fucking garages make money. Well, yeah, because I'm sure maybe not. Sure, they're giving them some kind of money for that, right? Probably. I mean, yeah. uh, You know, it's just it's a sad fucking estate that a state affairs that we as human beings cause but anyway that was good that was our good christmas uh for the homeless uh that was good i like that so the name of that company that does that is bed down b-e-d-d-o-w-n 
Down yeah. Under? Yeah, check it out. Get so, it? Bed Down Under? Oh, yeah. They pop up accommodations for homeless people. That's cool. So check that out. It's kind of, it's a cool initiative. It's really smart. Um, but you know what's really sad? It's sad that private companies have to step up and do these things because the governments the don't government fucking suck. handle it. And, and, the, and the, the, what's really sad is the amount of homeless people there are now all over the world. Yeah. That's what's fucking sad. You know what else is sad? Here's a segue for you. So the reason why we haven't done belligerence in a few... And like, you know me. Like, I talk about things. Yeah. Here you we, know where I'm going with this. Here we go. Well, what's wrong? What's, I don't get it. What's so bad about this? <laughs> Just go ahead. Well, I'm not going to say anything. Hard. What? Nothing. Do you even know what I'm going to say? I have no idea. That's like, why when you talk like that, I go, here we go. <laughs> no, no, it's not. And you're gonna, I think you'd be surprised. So we haven't done an episode in three weeks because I kind of had like a... Because you broke your penis. No, I had like a nervous breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Again, you didn't, here we go. What? What is, what is... I don't get it. Okay, but, go ahead. I'm well, sorry to hear that, Dean. Well, you know, like, I, I, I think the reason I'm bringing it up is because, like, it's made me realize the state of mental health affairs in this country uh-huh. and how bad it is. It's awful. Like, all right. So like, I'll go into, I've had a, we've talked about this on the show before and me and you have kind of reflected on things before I've had anxiety problems my entire life. And recently I was, I was diagnosed with OCD, mm-hmm. but like real OCD, not what people call OCD, which is like you wash your hands 50 times. Yeah. That's not, that's not OCD. OCD is when you obsess over something to the point where you, you, par- like, you get paralyzed by it. Yeah. And like, you know, in, in my version of OCD is, is like intrusive thoughts, things I don't want to think about. And I obsess over them and they, you know, it, it really uh, causes me a lot of stress and anxiety and panic. And, you know, I've had episodes that have focused on different things my whole life. Like when I was really young, I remember I had like episodes, like I was worried that I was going to like, like hurt my mother like when i was a young kid and then i had like other episodes where like i i, I was afraid to go to sleep because i thought i would die in my sleep or like checking my pulse all the time because i was afraid my heart was going to stop like i've had all of these in like i know it's, it sounds crazy but it's, it's it doesn't sound crazy it, i talked to you about this and and it, i suffer from anxiety as well and and i suffer from that as well yeah so and there's always an obsession maybe that's why we do this show maybe because we're insane <laughs> but like <laughs> So like, you know, that's, that's the true nature of OCD is we're like, and, and for me, it's episodal. It's not consistent. Like I'll go, I'll go years without any yep. symptoms at Same all, here. but then like I'll have a episode and it'll last a month or two months. And can I just interject one yeah, thing? Yeah. So the interesting thing is you, you would just mentioned it before you started talking about it, is that how many fucking people today suffer from this stuff? Well, it's not even like OCD or just anxiety, it, anxiety, panic, panic uh, attacks. I mean, like it blows my mind because I work with a bunch of people that we all everyone's struggling with it's unbelievable dude like the other day i had a really bad panic attack like bad to the point where i had to call my wife and they allowed me to go sit in the office yeah um modern society dude it's not meant to live this way no and like you know you're always i think part of it too is like you're always on stage in front of people that's and, and life any, now anybody motherfuckers out there too that think you're weak because that happens no, to no, you no, no. no because there are but i don't, don't, I don't give a fuck because there are well there's people i think there's you people know? that don't i think the lucky few that have never encountered it or experienced it i, I think it is a strange thing for you to wrap your head around but so here's the thing people the, I, you know what i don't like i don't like when people are like you know i'm depressed they're like oh just you know get over up, it be happy yeah get o- like, get over it yeah and I got, but I don't think they most ninety nine percent of the time those people don't have malicious intentions. Well, they're I mean, just they're just uninformed. They well, don't here, get it. Well, here's the thing. I always bring it back to this, and not to be like uh, psych one hundred and one here, but 
You know, I, if somebody says that to me, I look at them and I go, I want you to think back when you were a child because everybody in their life has experienced some form of fear of anxiety or fear in anxiety or anxiety with fear. And you know how you felt. You know how you know how that, that went down. Imagine if you felt like that for no reason. For no fucking reason. Like five times a week right. for hours. So yeah. put yourself in that position and then you'll know what the fuck we're talking so, about. You know me. Like I'm a very open person. Sorry, I get angry about that shit. Like I'm a very open person. <laughs> yeah. And it because it A, it's therapeutic for me to talk about it. And B, I think that mental health is like anything else. It's like you know stomach cancer i don't know it, it's fucking all the mental same. health I mean, is intense man dude it, your, your brain's an organ and it gets sick sometimes i mean look it's at like guys like else. robin williams and people like that i yeah, mean dude it's fucking sad man yeah. and you like know? you know it's funny because like i don't like i'm very open about it i talk to gina about it a lot i talk to my friends i talk to you you and i had a very extended we were supposed to, we were gonna do a podcast the other night we sat there and talked about it for like two hours it was awesome because like made I, me feel better too because too. I, I felt like i wasn't alone you know what i mean yeah so like um you know, if I can speak up about it, even if like one person listens to this and they're like, you know, all right, well, it's it's not unique to me. Like other people feel this way and it's normal or, you know, it can, there's help out there, mm-hmm. you know, so just to circle back. So I have had these episodes and I never thought about OCD. Like it never really crossed my mind because I, I also had that uh, definition of OCD yeah. in my head. So like I... I had a real hard time the last couple of weeks. I started a new antidepressant. And just to be honest with you, I haven't, this is the first night where I felt like I could do a podcast because like my brain was like slowed down. That's cool. And like, well, but like, no, I haven't I mean, been fucking sleeping. No, I know, but it's <laughs> cool that you're, you're, you're dealing with it. Well, yeah. You're, you know what I mean? And, and those people out there that, you know, if you are listening to this, mental health is something that you take very seriously. You know, where I work, we have a hotline. Um, that will actually they'll they'll actually hook you up with the right person. There are definitely other uh, uh, forms of help out there on the internet and stuff like that. So please don't don't fucking think that you know you can do this on your own. Sometimes you can't. Yeah. You know you sometimes you just need that guidance. You know of somebody saying, "Hey, it is okay. Yeah. You're you, we're gonna help you." You know what I and mean? You know, it, it, I I was lucky enough to eventually find a you know doctor that was able to you know, identify what i was going through and you know made me feel comfortable with it and you know we're trying something and it seems to be working to cool. an extent and you know we'll see where it goes but like just to i'll give you my personal experience a little bit so this started I, we went to vermont on vacation and i woke up uh the last day we were there and i was i felt like i was going crazy I couldn't think straight. I was like panicky and, you know, thinking about weird shit and, you know, I kind of suppressed it until I got home. And then, um, later that week I had like, I woke up having a panic attack. It was like an explosive panic attack. So I call my, my primary care office and like, I was like, do you guys have like mental health services? Like, what do I do if I'm having this kind of like a crisis? And, and they were so fucking like, they're like, well, you can make an appointment, but like, it's gonna, we can't get you in until like January. Like, well, can I like go to like the, wow. do I go to like the ER? And they were like, well, there's no, like, there's no person on site for this kind of thing. You'd have to like re- get referred to a specialist. I'm like, so like, what if like, I, this is like serious. What if like, I was like, I'm not, I'm not suicidal, but like, well, what, what if, if I were? was like, yeah. that's your answer. Like, and like, I was in rough shape when I called and it kind of blew my mind. Cause I called this hospital and like clearly in my voice, you what could hospital? hear 
Leahy, Burlington. Really? Yeah. Because I go to Leahy, Burlington. Well, Le- well Leahy has a happy ending in this story because Linfield is amazing. They ultimately really- Oh, right here on uh, yeah, Market that, Street. It's awesome. Yeah. But like Burlington, they couldn't be bothered. They transferred me like seven times. And like blind- I remember I called and the operator picked up the phone and I started to say like- something about like i just need to see somebody i'm having like really bad panic attacks and i didn't even get the sentence out of my mouth she transferred me like blind transferred me and then like someone in like some ridiculous like i think radiology wow. picks up the phone like fucking radiology who's your primary like the actual well, you don't have to tell me his name but at Leahy. yeah because i have not a, anymore i have a primary at Leahy, and and uh he asked me one time when i told him i was really stressed out and stuff he said do you want me to help you set up something with somebody? And I, I was like, nah, it's not that bad. But if it does get bad, I'd like to talk to somebody. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we can totally do that for you, man. You know? And like maybe, like and again, like if I, I'm sure if I had actually seen my primary, like they would have handled it. So I don't want to like beat up the system. But no, like, because Leahy's very good. They're a really good but, hospital. But really, I'm, I'm kind of like, even now in 2019, like I remember the last time I went through this, it was really hard to find a therapist. It took me months to finally sit down with somebody because it's just so fucking hard to get on someone's calendar. And you would think that like, that was like five, six years ago. You'd think that like things have improved, but they fucking no. have no one. It, it, it's still the stigma attached to it. People still don't like hospitals don't dedicate a lot of resources to it. It's like, it's a serious fucking thing. Well, dude, when I, when I, so when I first got sober, I walked into uh, Winchester Hospital, yeah. which to me back then that was a decent hospital, but to me today I would never go there for anything. But I walked in there and I'll never forget it. I went in and I said, look, I said, I'm having all kinds of panic disorder attacks. I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know what what's happening, but you ready? But if you could just shoot me up full of morphine, I think I'll be fine. You said that? I said that to a doctor. Why would morphine help? I was looking for anything. Okay. So he looked. So you at me. weren't really seeking panic relief. You just wanted morphine. Well, I was just. I just didn't want to feel anymore because it was. I. I literally that night, tossing and turning, pulling the hair, literally grabbing my hair, mm-hmm. and crying and saying, "I just. I. I don't know what's wrong with me." And my wife saying, "We're going to the hospital." Yeah. Because she knew something was up, but you know. Despite the but fact the that you I was for morphine, they're like, well, yeah, well, wait, wait. So this gets good. So, so despite the fact that you know I was drinking a, a a glass, a glass of either whiskey or zambuca every night before I went to bed. I'm not talking a shot glass. That's I'm a talking sleep, a, that's a sleep aid. Yeah, <laughs> and then smoking a joint when I got up in the morning to you know, I I take a couple of puffs in the shower and then you know put it with a you know with the toothbrushes go, mm-hmm. and then I you know. I didn't have a fucking Man, this, problem. This J is a mystery to me. So, so you know, it, that wasn't a problem. So I walk in there and I, I say this to this Dr. Leon. I'll never forget this man. And he looked at me. He's a big, tall guy, kind of handsome guy, right? And, and, and he says to me, he says, um, yeah, okay. Well, um, listen, I want you to relax and just keep calm. And I'm going to actually go talk to another doctor for you. I and, know where this is going. And I, and I said, okay. And so he comes back in and he said, listen, there's a doctor that's going to come in and see you. His name is Dr. Garine, and uh, he's, he's a really nice guy, and he just wants to talk to you, ask you a few questions. And I was like, okay, whatever. I hadn't slept in four nights. Mm-hmm. I fell asleep on the gurney for maybe 20 minutes. 
didn't even know. I think I passed out actually because I was just exhausted yeah. mentally and physically. And so my wife shook me and woke me up and I jumped. And there was this little Jewish dude about this big, no lie, about four feet tall. <laughs> Looked like a gnome. <laughs> and he's like standing at the end of the bed looking at me. And he goes, Am I in heaven? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? And so I was Am like, I at the North Pole. I said, what? You know, I didn't know where I was, dude. I literally forgot I was in the hospital because I'd passed out. And my wife said to me, she said, you're, you know, we're in the hospital, relax. And so he came over and he said, he introduced himself and he said, listen, he says, um, did he say I, I represent the lollipop kids? Nope. He went just like this. He said, I kind of have a feeling I know what's going on with you. He goes, I'm a, so, a psychologist. And I was like, great, a fucking shrink. So I said, well, that's wait. why you were fucking there. Right. So I don't know, right? I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a drug addict. I don't fucking know what's going on, right? So he goes, he goes like this. He goes, um, I think, I think that you might have a drug and alcohol problem, and I would like to get you into a treatment facility. Hmm. And I wanted to get up and punch this motherfucker in the face because to me, he was a drug, insulting you. Yeah, a drug addict and a homeless person was a guy laying in a in an alley somewhere, the one shoe off, one like, shoe on. How could I be a drug addict? And I'm a needle. Yeah, and a needle yeah. hang. Yeah, I'm working. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And a needle hanging out of your arm, right? And so that that was it. Then the works came. Cause I knew the cat was out of the bag. I just started bawling my eyes out and I just said, When? And he said, I'm trying to get you a bed now. And I'm telling you, man, like that was like the the best thing I I did a it myself. Formative moment. Yeah, because I I fucking knew it. the gig is up. I'm done. Yeah. You know, and and that's the thing. And but the reason why I was like that was that was self medication from what I found out oh, later yeah, on. Totally. And you know what? I've stopped. I haven't had a drink in a month. Really? For the same reason. Yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. And like I'm I'm not like. I'm not an alcoholic and like no 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 like well I know that like it's funny to say that because that's something an alcoholic would say but I'm gen you know me I'm not no you're not but, but I just don't like what happens to me when I'm drinking I don't like the me that I become I don't like that my mental state changes and I feel like it's just making things worse right so I just dropped it and I haven't I don't miss it I don't think I want to do it anymore you know I have to start like protecting my mental health like i I kind of like lightened my workload and you know, I had a lot on my plate and I, I think I literally just had a nervous breakdown. Like, you know, I'm getting married yeah, and that's a good thing and I'm happy about it, obviously, but it's but, a lot. But right. right well, like, so, and, so Dean, I mean, you know, you gotta, people will tell you this. I mean, there's three things that are the most intense things that happen to you in your life. Getting married, buying a house, right. And having children. Yeah. And, and I've done all of them. And let me tell you, Every single thing I went through, when my daughter was born, I thought I was going to jump off the roof yep. of the hospital. But then when I saw her and witnessed her, I was like, holy fuck. Yep. Like, this is amazing. Like, yep. then, you know, buying a house. Oh, my fucking God. We're never going to pay for and this. And then you walk what into gonna, the house. And then the, you sit. Well, I was in there for six months. But that's beside the point. Well, um, you saw that moment when you first walked in the door. Yeah, I was right? like, this is cool. This is my house. Yeah. You know, um, and I've been married twice, so the second time around wasn't quite as stressful as when the first time. When you walked into time. this apartment for the first time, you were like, wow, this is my apartment. Uh, no? Nope. <laughs> no, but it's funny you said Excuse that me. thing about how, like, when the doctor said that to you that you kind of lost it because, like, when I, and again, like, getting personal here, but whatever. Like, 
I, you know, this is something I want people to know, I guess. I went in and I finally got in with a doctor. I have a new PCP now. And cool. She started. So you, you go in and you take two surveys. You take what I think is called the PQM, which is basically a measure of depression. Mm-hmm. And then you take the GAD, which is a measure of anxiety. I scored a 22 out of 27 on the depression one and a perfect 21 out of 21. Yes, of sir. <laughs> so pretty much off the fucking charts. And, you know, she came in and she asked me like how I was feeling. And like, you know, they ask you all the standard questions. Like, Do you feel you safe yourself? at home? Yeah. yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. Um, and once she was convinced that I'm not going to kill myself, she, you know, started talking about like OCD and how like some of the stories I was telling her line up with it. And like, I, I was a mess, man. Like I was an, a blubbering idiot mess. Well, yeah, man. And, and you know, but like it's it's good to hear. But it was relief in a way. But like at the same time, it's like all right. Well, now I have this road ahead of me, and like I've I've been taking new meds for a couple of weeks, and feel fucking weird. I don't feel I feel you know in the first couple of weeks are the hardest. And that's why we haven't done a show. Well, the other things too is is the fact that you know this medication might be not the right medication. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I've done I've gone through. Uh, five different pills that they gave me, you know? Um, and you know, you get fucking frustrated because by the fifth pill, I was sitting there going, okay, is this going to fucking work? But I think you have to also allow your mind to allow it to work. Well, you have to be open minded. Well, wait, so the third pill worked amazing. Like I felt fucking amazing. However, decided, okay, the wife and I were going to get banging. Oh God. So you slept on your own. Hold on. So we're having sex and I fucking ejaculated and it felt like somebody took a ball peen hammer and fucking slammed me in the nuts. That went places. Right? And I curled up in the fetal position. She freaked out. I was was that all about. So was it an empty? I'm the I'm the guy, okay, that this is before my vasectomy. This is my first wife. I'm the guy that gets you know the, the 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 second page of the side effects that are very rare you get i'm that fucking guy yeah. yeah you're very rare i'm very rare <laughs> so she called the doctor it was a sunday morning she called the doctor he picked up because i had his personal number this guy was fucking awesome and mm-hmm. I, I his name was i won't mention his name but he's retired now but he was amazing well immediately said can you put him on the phone is he okay if not get him to the hospital so I got on the phone and I was like, I was like talking like this. I'm going, Jesus Christ, doc. Right. And he's like, you're going to take those pills and you're going to throw them down the garbage disposal, crush them up, do whatever you have to do, get rid of them. Do not take those anymore. Where? What, what the fuck? He said, that's one of the most rarest side effects. And he Ugh. said, it will, it will destroy your testicles. Jesus Christ, man. Right. He said, "Hopefully, this thing's off the market now." What I, oh, probably is. But what I loved about it was is what he said to me after I calmed down and I felt a little better. He stayed on the phone with me for about a half hour. Did he say, "Go rub one out." No, sure he, he goes okay. like this. He goes, he goes. So, um, tell me how you felt though before this happened. And I said, "I felt great. Like I, I felt like I was normal. Like I felt like there was no impending doom hanging over my head." Yeah. And he said to me, he said. All right, he said, we're going to try something else. If that doesn't work, we're going to try. He goes, we want to get you to that point again. Mm-hmm. He said, only this time, he said, <laughs> you know, we, we are able to have sex and enjoy yeah. it as well, right? 
So I was like, fine. And we finally, by, like I said, the fifth pill. Um, and again, when I took that one, cause the other one gave me headaches. Another one made me feel like I couldn't breathe. Oh, it was fucking a lot of fun. But I think they've gone to the point now where like most of them work. Yeah. Like they worked. I mean, some work better than others, but I think they all work. Well, I, this one that I've been taking now, I've been taking for a while and a long while. Um, and usually when you take a pill for that it long, stops. it stops yeah. working. But for me, um, I've cut back on it. I've asked the doctor that I see now if I could cut back on it. And he says, if you feel comfortable with that. So I did. I cut back. I don't do three pills a day anymore. I only do one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I knock on wood, you know, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, I, I still suffer from anxiety and shit, but I mean, and panic. I had one the other day, but I'm able to cope a little better. Yeah, oh, that's the key. When no, I wasn't on the medication, I couldn't cope at all. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm here doing the show. I think so it's I awesome. Doing something. I was psyched when you are you like podcast tonight. I'm uh, like fucking yes, indeed. And like I've let you do a lot of the talking tonight because like I'm still a little bit brain foggy and you know I know I this, I, I this won't podcast, shut up. Will I? This, yeah, it's fine. I don't mind. This is a good night for it. But this this podcast still feels like a little bit of a dream right now. But hey, you know, me and you talked about this the other night, and I, I just want to say one more thing because like you know I, I don't know why maybe maybe for selfish reasons this is probably doing more. military time anymore i'm sorry go ahead. oh yeah, i gotta fix that you're right no i like it no i don't i don't get it um <laughs> I, I wish you didn't say that now it's gonna bother me. i'm sorry uh oh well, now that, that i never did it is it is military time on the computer but it didn't translate to that for some reason oh so i don't know what the fuck that's all about okay go ahead anyway um i've always had this and I, again this might be the ocd i don't know but my whole life, I've always had this desire, not really desire, maybe like a tendency for self-sabotage. Always. Oh, fuck yeah. We talked w- about that. Where yeah. like, I, I would never, I feel really guilty if I'm happy. Um, and the second I start feeling happy, I, I have panic attacks. The second my life gets good, I get thrown into one of these episodes. And I, I really do think it's it's just this like I don't know what it is. It's this resistance to like allow myself to be comfortable and happy. I always have to create anxiety. You have to, yeah. That's like throwing a. It's, you're basically subconsciously throwing well, a wrench in the works. It, it bleeds into my life. Like I mean, I'm not going to get into specifics, but like especially like dating is a good example. There's been good things that I have ruined that I've just completely thrown a wrench into just because it was too good and it scared me. I mean, like, in, in like, you know, there's been good career things. That I'm not I've, laughing at you, dude. You're making me think. There's been co- good career things that I've just flushed down the toilet. Big because time. I was like, eh, I don't deserve it. Or, you know, or, like, it, it's just this weird resistance. It's like once I get too high, I have to knock myself down. Yep. And I feel like until I get over that, or until I work through it, no drug is going to really work all that well. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's because the ceiling's too low. I need to. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I think. A, I don't think a drug is going to really help you with that. I think. I think that's more of like a therapy. Yeah, it's a therapy, psychological kind of, kind of thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Um, and I, don't, I think you know. I think part of it is. I agree. Like, I, I totally identify with that. You know. Well, it's funny because like you know I mentioned I talk about my child and growing up a lot on the show and like. My parents are the most selfless people in the world. And like we, we, it was tough growing up. And I think that the way I was raised where it was never about me, 
it, or like it was never about my mother. Like it, we never made it about ourselves. It was always like the collective effort that like now that I'm independent and I'm somewhat successful and I can be happy, I still think that I'm holding on to some of that psyche that I had grown up. Or it's well, like, yeah, we all do. Like, you know, it's like my parents' situation isn't great. I can't allow myself to be have this great life because they don't. So I don't deserve. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's a complex thing, and like I don't want to get too. No, no, no. But that here, makes but sense. Like, but like I'm just and like I've spent a lot of the last few weeks as I was going through this. I've spent a lot of time like being introspective, and like really, I'm my own patient. That's another problem I have is that like I am my own patient. I'm my own experiment. Yeah. I'm, I'm constantly analyzing myself and constantly, oh, yeah. my analytical brain does not shut the fuck up. Can I, can I, and I am my own doctor and it's, and it's a problem. It's, it's, it turns into this obsession with being my own research subject. I did that. And like being your own research subject and trying to constantly understand it. It's like a paradox because like the more you try to understand yourself, the less you understand yourself. Dude, I, I totally, I, I've done that. Yeah. I don't do it anymore because now I, I just say, well, you, you know, and, and I, I know you, you, you probably can't do this at this point, but now I just kind of say to myself, well, it is what it is. I, you know what it is, dude? I'm going to be honest with you. I've been going through this all, all my life and I'm, I'm getting older. And I'm at the point now in my life where I'm old enough to turn around and do exactly what the fuck people used to say when you get older that you do. I turn around and I say, well, whatever, what the fuck? Like, this is what it is. This is how I'm thinking. And this is what's going on well, with me. Well, you lose your inhibition a little bit. Because right? I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired of analyzing every fucking thought that goes through my head. I can't stop. I understand that. And I've been there. I've been there, Dean. There's a thin line between genius and insanity. There is. And not to say that I'm a genius, but I do wish I was dumber. Because I really believe that dumb people are the happiest people on earth. <laughs> I really believe that. That's like, I, I was. I know you don't like him, but I was, wa- I was watching Gary V. Uh, yeah. And he said something that was really interesting. He said, I, I generally believe, he said, you know what I mean? He said, I visited Malibu recently, and he said, I see all these young kids. They're like 17, 18, 19 years old driving uh, driving uh, convertible fucking Audis and all this other shit, right? And, you know, they got the fucking nice clothes on, and they're driving down the street. And he goes, and then I go into a Chick-fil-A, and I see a guy behind the counter, and he's whistling, and he's fucking, hey, how can I help you today? He goes, I, gener- I, he goes, I generally believe that the guy in Chick-fil-A that's 18, 19 years old, struggling, going to college, got his part-time job at Chick-fil-A, is happier than the fucking kid cruising around in the, uh, in the convertible Audi in Malibu. And, yeah. and I watched that video. It's, it's, a long, it's a lengthy video that he put on Instagram. It's on uh, IGTV. And I, I just sat there and I went, I went, wow, you know, he, I remember the days when I was scratching, man. Mm. And you know what? I actually had fun back then. Yeah, I have those that feeling too. That like when things were, it's almost like when I was like a twenty-something driving limos. Yeah, you know, making ends meet and you know just scraping the rent together. Like I feel like life was like simpler. Then. It was simple. I, it was happier. I, I wasn't happier. Happier is not the right word, but I, I was less, put it this way. I had less stuff to stress about. Exactly. And like, maybe 
that's a reason why I was content. And I, and that was his point. I, and I liked what he said because I, I, I remember that. I remember that carefree feeling of like, Hey man, whatever comes down the pike's cool with me. And, and like, I'm doing what I can right now. And, you know, I had a girlfriend and I had, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, fuck, how am I going to make this meet? How am I going to do that? It was just like, Hey, we're just going to do it. We're going to get by, you know? And I think that's something that the youth, that youthfully you have, but as you get older, I think you worry more about a lot of things, you know, cause time, time, you know, you're starting to see when you get to be my age, you start to look at time differently and start to say, Jesus, time's going by real fucking fast. Well, yeah. Time scaling. Yeah. So a year when you're five years old, it's like 20% of your life. When you're 50, it's 2% of your life. Right. So a year feels a hell of a lot shorter. It's so true, man. You know, um, I saw a documentary. I know we're kind of switching gears here, but, um, you might you might be interested in this. It, it made me sad and kind of depressed, so maybe you shouldn't watch it right now. Um, but what I what I got out of it afterwards, and it made me think. And because the people were so right on this this English, it was a British documentary. I think it's on. I think it's on BBC. Um, and this guy, you probably find it on YouTube. And this guy, well, he was probably in his thirties, forties, and he went and he's interviewing uh, all of these people that were in their seventies and eighties. Mm-hmm. And they were all artists in different types, musicians, painters, dancers. And he went and a photographer, this one photographer was awesome that he talked to. And he, so he said, you know, you get up every morning at 5 a.m. And most of them did that because a lot of times as you get older, you can't sleep. So you get up very early. Yeah. You only sleep three, four hours a night. Mm-hmm. And so he goes and he visits this artist and, and, uh, and he says, he says, what is it that motivates you still? Like, how come you still get up and do this? And he said, the guy goes like this. He goes, well, he goes, you know, he says, I realize that every day is shorter for me. And he said, so isn't my time here. He said, so I get up early in the morning and I start a project. And he said, next time, and he says, it's 5 a.m. in the morning. He says, I have my tea. I stop my project. He goes, next minute I know, I look at the clock, it's five o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. He goes, what the fuck happened in between that time? And he'll go, he'll look at the piece that he was working on and he'll go, he feels like he hasn't even accomplished anything. Yep. And he said, but when I was younger, he said, I would, I would have three or four frames finished. You know, he said within that time. And then he said, I'd go down uh, to the cafe and meet my friends and we have a bottle of wine and have some well, food. You don't, you don't value time as much. No, you, cause you never, you think it's never going to end. Yeah. And so he interviewed each and every, and every single one of them said that, Yeah. but he got to this one older woman who is a pianist. Mm-hmm. She has arthritis in her, in her fingers, but she still makes herself play even though she's in pain. And he, so he gets to her and he says to her, he goes, he's like, so what, he goes, I understand, you know, you're still playing, you're still going and actually play for people. And and she looks at him and she goes, well, what else do I have? Yeah. And and he just looked at her and he was like, well, you know, you have your kids, your grandchildren. He says, well, they're wonderful. He said, but I had the love and the passion of this before I did any of that. Yep. And he said, and she said, I know my time is limited. 
She goes, so I'm going to squeeze every ounce out of it. And she pointed the camera pans to the clock. She goes, I'm going to squeeze every ounce, every minute, every second out of that clock that I have. It's a good outlook. And that was at the end of the show. And it, I, I, because I was kind of sad watching this? this fucking show. I'll find out what it is, dude. Right. Um, but I, you know, when I was watching, I was like, wow, this is, this is it. This is, <laughs> but they saved her for last. Yeah. And she was so happy. Yeah. Well, it's all about what you make of it, right? And you know what I noticed? All these people, where they lived in the flats that they lived in, in London, right, were very sparse. Yeah. They didn't have a lot of shit. So I said to Laura the other day, Hmm. I I said- We should purge. I did. I said, at some point, Laura, we have books and things that we don't even look at. Like, what's the point? I'm 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 sitting on a landfill. Right? fucking place. I said, what's the fucking point? Yeah. I, I go, Laura, I would love to look in that corner and see it barren. Look at this. Yeah. What is all this shit? I'm the same way. Yeah. And so she looked at me. She goes, oh, you know, oh, like I have time to do that. I go, well, we could do it on a Sunday. We could start. And you've seen me carrying trash bags yeah. out of this apartment. I try, man. Oh, you went, you went, you purged I fl- heavy I in that the closet. One yeah. Day, yeah. But like, I don't know, man. You, you I'm sorry. Passion. I didn't mean to get off. No, it's but- all good um i think it all ties in well yeah like this this whole episode has killed my passions i mean you know firsthand i'm supposed to be like advertising for you and shit i haven't even turned this computer on in like eight days yeah but i was like i I get it i just like when i go through this i can't i can't focus on anything long enough so i've been playing a lot of video games and like i don't do that but i haven't you know what's awesome about video games you don't think it's therapeutic it It is and you know it's funny you say that because like no one would get that like well, the government would disagree with you. But do you know, what, what I'm saying is, like, it it it, <laughs> it, it really is therapeutic because, it is. like, when I'm having when I'm anxious and my whole day is like that, you know, it help and like when I can't sit down and watch TV, I can't give my attention to that. Like, doing something interactive really does help. It does. And like, I've been sitting on this computer, like, trying to build this one. That's out. been coming out cool. Actually. Well, I haven't even been like, I just haven't had the ambition to really yeah, but dig into it. Things fucking dope. Hey, thanks. I'm doing a. Th- a theme build for Christmas. A Fortnite. Oh, well, all right. All right, sorry. Uh, <laughs> the Fort uh, show. <clears throat> the, f- the Fart. Fortnite. Fortnite. Sorry, I didn't mean to get that right. It's it's German. It's it's, it's the day, it's the it's the day after Thanksgiving. It's called the Fortnite. Fortnite. Um, no, I, I, I agree. I, I I I've been playing a lot of video games myself instead of recording and writing. Control. And, um, yeah, man, that fucking game's oh, sick. Let's pivot to that for two seconds here. Such a great game. Dude, that, I can't, like, it, it, it's funny because, again, that game has been the one exception because it stresses me out. And, like, I, oh, I, feel, really? like I, can't, I feel like I have to get through this thing I'm going through now before I can dive back into it. Oh, because okay. it fucks my head up. I like it. So much. And I, I love it. It's brilliant. But, like, it's heavy. It is heavy. And it's, it's like. Because it's fucked up. Yeah. It's, it's really it's, fucked and up. And it's like, it's close enough to like reality. Not like it's, it's obviously like a fictional it's, fantasy it's game. It's done really well. But it's done so well that it's like, it's it's not a horror game, but it's kind of like the stuff of nightmares anyway. Yeah. Well, it's like, it reminds me kind of like, kind of reminds me of almost like the Silent Hill game where you don't know what the it's fuck's like going to happen. horror. Yeah. More than actual. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I and that's. But then again, sort it's- Sort of like that shit movie you made me watch, Trick or Treat. Oh, God. Implied no, it, it's no, no. Horror. It's nothing like that. Yeah. 
this is, I think, a little bit more. Uh, it's it's I want to psychological is there a mystery thriller. horror kind of psychological yeah, it's psychological horror. I think. Yeah, it, it, it's it's more like like a psychological thriller. Kind when of you game. when we were up play here, control. Yes. Everybody. When you were we were up here, I was up here with Dean, and we were we, he showed me the game, and I was like. I was intrigued. By I had to it. turn it off because I was like, I can't deal with this right now. I can't fucking deal with but this. But I loved it because I I literally went out like what two days after that and I bought it. Yeah. And then we, I came down. We played. We it played it. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, this is a fucking cool game. Mm-hmm. I haven't played a game where I got that immersed in it. Same here. Yeah. You know where like um like I love Call of Duty. I love games like that. And this last Call of Duty actually was really good. Except it was like an hour long. Uh, from what I find out too, you download the other DLCs and you get more. But you have to pay for them. I don't give a fuck, man. It's video games. I'm used to that though. shit. Well, they charge six dollars for the base game. Yeah, but you know what? If you do the fifteen dollar game pass, um, you get like I don't know. You get all the what DLCs. do you get? You get yeah, but you get the um, not only the DLCs, but you get uh, you get all the you know, the, the special packages and oh, all that like stuff. The bonuses. And yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you know, I haven't played a game like that. I'll be honest with you since, uh, since Silent Hill or Dead Space. Dead Space. Wow. Love Dead Space. I downloaded it, you know. Did you? Yeah, the original. That um, was fucking dope. PS4 has all of those games up. You know what I love too? Mass Effect. Uh, the very first don't one. Don't even get me started. Oh. Uh, Mass Effect is a, has a special place in my it's heart. Fucking great game. Not Andromeda. Andromeda suck. No, but, Andromeda suck. But the dude, that trilogy. I've played through that trilogy like probably five times. It's awesome. And like, it's so ahead of its fucking time. That game came out in oh eight. Came out eleven years yeah. ago. The first one. Um, actually, it was oh seven. Um, really 07, good story. Thirteen. Were the, fucking great story, dude. And it's just like and the characters. And like, done well in like yeah the character development was awesome and like people the, the characters meant something to you yeah that game like dude tolly that's what i'm saying like, love with her why can't oh <laughs> uh, i could go i could do a whole podcast about dean, mass effect dean wants to have sex with her dude behind this computer there's mass effect posters i know i saw them yeah they're sick that's sick it's a shame they're hidden behind yeah, this thing i should move true. them you should move them but uh put them up there i would get rid of that yeah but it's like gina's space I don't think she wants fucking Tolly looking down on her. Why? I don't know. But yeah. She had big boobs. Okay, she's an alien. I know, she but two, she's hot. She, she only had two fingers on each hand. I could think of a thing or two she could do with those two fingers. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> so uh, that's all I got. Kind of a deep episode. I don't know, man. I, it, like, I had to touch on it. I feel better, actually. That's I, cool. I like, I like talking about this stuff. Well, the other thing, I'm an open book. The other thing that's cool about it is that the fact that you you might have helped somebody. Well, really, you know? though, like if you're going, I mean, like, not, we're not looking to help people well, with this podcast, well, but no, I mean, that, don't take don't take any sort of advice. We're from not us doctors, ever. but I mean, well, well, like I said earlier, you know, mental health issues are very serious, and yeah, if you're living with it and, and you're like afraid to talk about it, or like, yeah, fucking send me a message, I'll talk to you. Seriously, man. But, but like, really, this like the the internet has there's all these resources now. There's there's, there's phone numbers you can call just to talk. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't utilized these, but like I would. Yeah, the, not like. There's not not the suicide hotline. There's just counseling yeah, but even, numbers where but you can even just call that, and talk to somebody. But even that, like you know, suicide's nothing to fuck around with. Um, I know a bunch of people, unfortunately, that that actually committed suicide, 
you leave a whole wake of horrible shit behind and you. And like, there's there's no shame in it. I mean, like, you know, what? one in six people in this country take an antidepressant. Oh yeah, it's like the most prevalent. It's drug. fucked up, dude. I mean, it, it's an epidemic. Man. It is. There's a mental health epidemic in this country, and there's really no stigma attached to it anymore. And like, I'm open about it because I feel like you know, it's 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 part of my personality. First of all, like I, I'm. I think if you get to know me, you kind of realize that I'm kind of an anxious. Well, dude, the first time you met me, you were like, this fucking dude has serious ADHD. You, you do. (laughs) But that ties into what goes on with me, you know, as far as OCD goes, because I I feel like your your mouth is like what's in my head. (laughs) Oh, my God. I feel like that's the difference between me and you is that like you say it. I just think it. Like, I think before I speak. Well, you don't. No, I you, never you did. Just, My old man you, used to say that all the time. You don't. Right? You, you don't at all. He used to say to me all speech. the time. He'd be like, you need to think before you speak. My father used to drill that into my head, and, and it, I, it worked. And it didn't work with me. Dude, you, you don't think for a second. Sometimes you say things, and I'm so genuinely fucking confused. <laughs> Especially, you know what else you do that drives me bananas? Uh, here we go. And you know you do this. Good. Now I'm going to be calling one of those hotlines after no, talking to Dean. No, no, no. This Dean. isn't a psychological thing. This is you. You don't. Do you know how to use your thumbs? Have you ever written a text messages text message with your fingers in your entire life? Yeah. When you talk to Siri, well, do I, you do you look at it I, before you hit send? I've been doing the speed. Uh, okay, but do you look keyboard. at it before? It's you actually hit, really cool. Do you look at it before you hit send? Uh, sometimes. Jay, when I text you, no. Sometimes I'm laying on the couch with Gina. <laughs> and I'll get a text from me and I'll read it out loud and I'll be like, I genuinely have no fucking idea what this is supposed to mean. Really? Yeah. But like, you know what your problem is? You yell and swear into Siri and I don't think she knows what the fuck to do with it. Actually, she's learning the word fuck. Yeah. Which is really cool. You, you said something to me the other day and it, it was like capitalized and it sounded like an Indian tribe and I have no fucking idea what the hell really? I'm trying to say. Yeah. But lately, I've been using the speed keyboard, and and it's actually working pretty good. <laughs> I, I just I used to text, and texting takes so long for me because I, I just I I'm a horrible type. I can't type for the life of me. So, so usually, so when I found out I could dictate, I was like, oh, this oh is you so, use the shit out of this it. This is so much better for me. Yeah. <laughs> actually, um, I when I talk to uh, older adults, I tell them to use dictation. Oh God. It's great. Just, just creating boomers. Have you ever seen that, that website? Which one? The website with uh, people dictate uh, the, uh, all the, the bad Siri. No. Oh, my God. It's You got to see it. It's hilarious. I'm sitting here eating a fish dinner with my wife. If you want to come down and have a beer or Hawana, you're Oh, I left that welcome. in there. Okay. No, no. I, I showed Laura. I go, did I say Hawana? I said, if you want to. And and Laura goes, leave it. I go, all right. So I said, and it's capitalized, Hawana, Hawana. isn't it? <laughs> Hawana. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is that? Some of them I can't read. Yeah, I I can't help myself. I you know. Oh, uh, your rant about the guy upstairs from you. I can't. I can't read that. No, you can't. <laughs> oh man, I can't read that. Bro, one. look at how old I look in this yeah, picture. Yeah, but look at the fucking focus. Oh me, my Come god, on. look at the wrinkles. I'm gonna dye my my burns and my goat uh, black again. My goat? Yeah. I gotta I gotta I gotta try to look a little younger. Either that or I have a facelift. Anybody think I should have a facelift? Just write to Dean. Oh, what what am I? Your fucking secretary? <laughs> 
What am I managing your cosmetics? No, you'll get you'll get a kick out of some of the comments. I'm sure people probably be like, "Well, let me use that picture as the thumbnail." Jesus, no. I'll only I'll only allow this if you let me use that picture. Fucking picture so bad, dude. It's so. I have it already. No, erase it. it Fuck. (laughs) All right. Okay. So uh, we're probably are we gonna do a show before Christmas? Well, we have one more weekend, don't we? Yeah, I'd like to do a Christmas special. What do you think? Yeah. Let's let's come up with a theme. I got an idea. Do you? Don't yeah, ruin it. I won't. Do you actually have an I idea? I do. I just came to me. All right. So there'll be a Christmas themed belligerence, which should be fun. Yeah. Let's make it belligerent. I feel like we've gotten away from that today, at least. Well, today we did. I want to make it crazy. Well, I don't know. I think we should make it Christmas. Let's ruin Christmas. No. Fuck Christmas. Actually, no, I don't want to do that. Let's let's That was the old dark evil Jay. <laughs> Oh, okay. Do you know my, do you, real quick, do you know what I, I kept saying to people when we used to have Santa Claus directly in front of my store? Oh, God. What? I fucking hated it. I, I, I would, literally the week before Halloween, this fucking little village would pop up in front of my store and I'd walk by oh, and, that's I'd, nice. and I'd be like, motherfuckers, right? Smacking them over. So I always said what would be the best santa claus oh god kind of like a krampus right but like have him in like a black suit with silvery gray instead of the red and the white kiss santa claus no 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 but like the furry kind of thing that he wears right with a with a silver beard right and have a sleigh all black being pulled by the three-headed hounds of hell okay and everybody at Merry work, Christmas, everybody everybody. work with me, look at me, and, and they're like, why the fuck would you want? I go, think about it, how cool that would be. Oh, it'd be so cool. Fucking crazy bastard. I like it. I still want to do it. How about my farting elf? I love him. He's gone. Well, so I-, I He was farting uncontrollably. If, if, if for those of you who don't follow, if you don't follow me on Instagram, it's at Dino Cool Guy. Um, I made an elf with a camera in him. I bought a blink cam and I put it in his chest and I put a fart machine in his ass. That's pretty cool. And the thought was that I would, the blink cam would notify me when someone was walking by it and I fire off the fart machine. Had, you know, got a couple funny clips. One of Ellen, the old lady across the hall, turned around going, what the fuck? <laughs> um, she really didn't like it. <laughs> no, it was louder than that. Oh, I know. Um, I witnessed it. <laughs> problem with the elf is that it started going haywire and it would just, start letting it would just start ripping ass in the middle of the night all night long to the point where i'd be sitting on the couch and i haven't been sleeping like i've had insomnia real bad so i've been like i was on the couch the other night at 3 a.m and i hear (laughs) and i'm like oh fuck man somebody's gonna call the cops i gotta get this thing out of the hallway so i had the elf got possessed man i had to decommission the elf he went haywire it was fun while it lasted santa claus next to him that's that's uh neighbors that's dom's yeah that's funny i well that the original idea was with the fart machine and in doms in yeah, doms, yeah but then i thought i don't want to you know manipulate no his, his possessions no uh, De- denise would fucking bum out big time she I, loves christmas i think she'd like it they seem like they have that kind of sense of humor though oh oh they would love it yeah. they would laugh but i didn't I, get i didn't hit dom because he gets up for work too early he leaves like six oh he, he would have fucking gassed I, I wish I, I i might just put it back out there just so i can get him <laughs> Maybe tomorrow morning or something. I don't know. He would. He he'll fucking laugh. Like it still asshole. works via remote, but I just it's also unpredictable. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a haunted fart elf. It's like a five dollar fire machine. Fucking great haunted fart elf. 
You can take them home if you want them. No, I'm good. Oh, okay. I got no place to put them. Remember, I have to purge my apartment. Uh, yeah, good point. All right, so this show is probably going to go out tomorrow, the 16th. So we'll have one more episode for you before Christmas. And we'll do like a, actually, then we have a New Year's thing. Maybe we can come up with like a, a end of year, maybe recap show or something. Do something fun. Yeah. We've been on the air for almost a year now, Jay. That's amazing. January 24th was our first episode. You know, I haven't done a podcast for Echo Cast in over... What, four or five months now? No, September. Last one with you. September. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Three months. I've gotten hate mail. Well, we've got this. <laughs> You've gotten hate mail? <laughs> I've gotten anthrax. In there. Literally, people will be like, what the fuck happened to you? Hmm. Like, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, no, this is 31 episodes now. And the sad part is, is there good. right now there's so much news from for what i do so do a podcast jay i just you sit in a studio all i'm day. sad though it's like i lost i'll my... come down i'll come down be your mojo Is all right well be my mojo and you're gonna do some research this time i thought i i, I thought i did good last no you time. did great but this time i what i'm gonna talk about because dude it's fucking well, you gotta give me some advance notice, the shit's uh, flooded man okay it's amazing i'll do the show yeah i'm very excited actually I'll do this show i mean I'd like to be your color guy on EchoCast. Well, right? let's do it. All right. All right. Well, we can probably uh, wrap up this this hog, this Christmas hog. Well, um, it's, uh, a, it's a Yuletide hog. Yeah. <laughs> you got anything else for the people? I got nothing. Okay. All right. Well. Fuck off. But, like, don't fuck off, though. Like, if you need help, get help. Oh, my God. Like, You're d- still don't going. Listen to Jay. Don't ever don't, fucking. Don't fuck that's off. my tagline. Okay, you want to say it again? I, well, hold on. Just if you need help, get help. But for if those of you who help. don't need help, fuck off. <laughs>